Hey, welcome back to Sorry Blenders Broken. It's a bartender podcast by bartenders about bartending stories. Basically, I'm letting you in and exposing our industry and letting you behind the bar and hear our stories. Stories you don't believe that are actually your things, but they are. Uh, you're welcome. Tonight, we're at O'Brien's in Annapolis, Maryland. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Billy. Thank you, Gil, for letting me be here. Hopefully, we get invited back. Uh, I got my friend Allie tonight. She's Hello. A fucking rock star, degenerate bartender, just like me. We've been in this industry way too long. It gets old, but we do it for the money, obviously, or we wouldn't do it. And we're going to talk about seasonal bartending tonight. Allie works as a crab restaurant in Annapolis. I used to work at a seasonal crab restaurant, the other one in Annapolis. There's two big tourist driven crab restaurants in this town. If you're not aware, Allie, why don't you tell me, uh, tell everybody about, give us a breakdown of how big and important crabs are in Maryland in the summertime. Well, if you don't know much about Maryland, A, we have the best state flag there is. Oh, yeah. Also, um, it's a a, a good looking flag. (laughs) Um, The blue crab in Maryland is, is our staple. It is... The Chesapeake Bay is the biggest thing to our state, and the blue crab comes from the Chesapeake Bay, but it also is, exists elsewhere. But here in Maryland, we like to steam our crabs. We like to throw them out on a big table in front of family and friends, pick them, and have a whole it's a, big it's old... A, it's a like, day. Yeah, it's, a, it's an experience. And then some people, when you come to an, anywhere in Maryland, Ocean City, Annapolis, Baltimore, you know, you don't want to... You're a tourist... You're not, it's not a bad thing. You don't want to, you don't know any better. You just go. You want to do it the right way. We'll go to a restaurant and try these Maryland crabs. And it's fun. It's an experience. We have a specific spice here in Maryland. It's called Old Bay. Two spices. It's true. I was about to go there. All right. So the Old Bay is something that you don't see much outside of the eastern shoreboard of the United States. But what we do is we beef it up with this other spice and we call it J.O. What you do is you take these live crabs that you pick out of the bay. You can pick them anywhere in the, like, on the eastern region area. But basically what you do is you blind them with spice and you yeah. steam them. Yep. And then we throw them on tables We're in front of guests from 5, 10, 15, 20, whatever you want to do. And you pick them. We don't boil them in crab pots or do seafood boils like you do down in Louisiana, which is a different experience. Whole well. different world. Yeah. So basically where I work is one of the trademark places that's been named by People Magazine as one of the most uh, sought-after places to come. Um, and you come to the place, and it looks just like a shanty on the water. It looks like a hole in the wall. Pretty much, and it's been there since the early 70s. Um, but it is a staple to our culture. And you got your own boats that go out and get yeah, crabs. We, we rely... Like, everyone harps on the support locals and right. support local businesses, that's exactly what we do every right. day of the year until yeah. our season runs out. And I say our season meaning the crabs. Right. Because after the water here in the bay reaches a specific temperature, we can no longer get them. So There's a moratorium so that we can always have them abound for people. November, October, November, you're getting the best crabs. Yes, we do. Real. Now, I don't know if you know this, but I heard a rumor years ago Crab season doesn't officially start until the water's been warm for at least 
three to four weeks straight. Is that correct? That's actually true. I've okay. learned so much more about okay. this than I never knew, and I've lived Same. here my whole life. <laughs> I never knew that. And like, I grew up in Maryland. I grew up in Maryland my whole life, but I grew up in PG County. So, you know, I live in Annapolis now. It's We're surrounded by water. Yes, we are. And I'm okay with that. It's just we're, not... We're not landlocked. It's no, wonderful. We're not trapped. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we can get out of here. It's fine. But also, the thing about this is that... Uh, Throughout the year uh, where I work, particularly, we guarantee live crabs year-round, but you can't always have them. So we rely on places like Louisiana and... Texas. Areas that that have the same sort of water, the temperate temperatures and the brackish water that we can get these particular types of uh, crustaceans from. And what we do is we live ship them. And it's an expensive industry. And people pay top dollar to enjoy these things. And it's actually a really cool experience if you're willing to do it. And, um, you know... This, it we've is, been on, it's, we've it's been on movies, you know what I mean? Like, what was it? Um, what was it? Oh, the Wedding, the crashers, wedding crashers, yes. And it's like crab cakes and football. That's what Maryland does. Like, well, you don't know our football teams because yeah, that great. we don't do football. We do crab cakes. Yes, we do. This year particularly, however, because of COVID. It's, it's been a, a not lot to, of... Uh, yeah, not to beat a bed, dead horse with the COVID drop, but crab prices went through the roof this year. Because similar to trying to uh, get anything shipped to you. Seafood-wise, Getting too. anything around here, even though it's right in our front step, the prices went skyrocketing because of the demand and also the, la- the lack of people to help with the and procurement it, of such. And that's the thing. Everybody's like, oh, it's because seafood prices are high. It's like, no, there weren't a million boats going out this year. There weren't pickers as much as there normally is. And it's a real thing. And you go to a restaurant, and there was – Little, I remember going to a seafood restaurant. I think it was, and it said, "We may or may not have crabs today, mm-hmm. or crab cakes because this." We all um, we all operate in a way that you think that it's just that easy to get something, but behind the veil, there are so many intricate pieces. Details. Right? How, how you get that to how your far plate it goes? Yeah. How far it goes up from like to your to your table? How many twenty different people? Mm-hmm are involved in how you get your crab cakes or oh, crabs. Really, you have to wake up to get them. And how many people, it's ha- a process. their life is actually built These around the These are small watermen. family businesses in Maryland, watermen are the biggest, uh, cult, I wouldn't say culture, I guess it's the um, industry or you're the way of life. It's it's more than just a job. You These grew are bus- up. These are families. Your granddad that, did this, yeah. like a farmer almost. But it's agriculturally, it, it's, like, it's aquaculture is what they call it. And passed down. Yeah. So... Al, you work at this crab restaurant, and you're a seasonal bartender. Not saying that you're limited to that, because I know you got another winter gig that you rely on, because that's what seasonal bartenders have to do. (laughs) You got to have two spots, because once December hits, you got people coming in. It's just not as crazy as, say, like you said earlier, what is it, April? Gosh, whenever that... Whenever it's the, the first the nice breeze day. blows through and you smell yeah. the pollen and that little April, hint of humidity, yeah, that you nice know it's about to get 69 real. 69 degrees, it's beautiful. April day. And everyone's in shorts and it shouldn't be. But, you know, <laughs> we do I always joke do. around. I say, you know, you're in Annapolis, white people world when it's April 4th. They got salmon and shorts and 70, berries on. It's 70 in the daytime, and it's like 59 at night. But you see them, they got, oh, 
I'm going to put my shorts on. It's time to go. Let's go get crabs. B- bust out that <laughs> spring attire. Let's go. Exactly. It's like, you know it's going to be like 50 tonight, but okay, cool. So you work at a seasonal bar. I worked at a seasonal bar. Let's get into it. You know, Allie. Well, I like to say that earlier, you know, Chris referred to me as a degenerate, which I'm not even unfamiliar with. I call I'm myself that. Out okay. Okay. We're like okay. misfits. But, and that's how we all are friends. <laughs> And I guess the, the I guess the, the point of the whole topic tonight is that um, seasonal seasonal as itself means that everything goes in heights and ups and downs in uh, you know a roller coaster, if you will. Yeah. People like ourselves, as we are now self-referred degenerates, can't sometimes pre-plan well. But you know we it's okay, it's well. fine. But what, what we do is. A hard job, nonetheless, and it's a necessary job, and I love yeah. every minute of it. You're welcome, everybody. We serve <laughs> crabs, too. Sometimes I'm just thumbing around, just bored as crap. <laughs> Another time I can't even look at you in the face because I don't have time to look up. <laughs> but I will take care of you, nonetheless. And I hope that you appreciate what I do for you guys and the rest of us. Why do you like bartending at a seasonal spot? Well, I've been everywhere in between. Yeah, um, same. <laughs> Up and down all the way around, but uh, this particular place is one of those, like I said earlier, when you approach the restaurant, you're like, what is this? It looks, Here we it go. looks like a hole in the wall. You but go down a long road. In a neighborhood. And you're like, where are we going? We're, we're, there. We're, we're lost. We're and definitely the entire lost. Parking this isn't lot the is place. And there's Can't be the place. Four or five little kids running around the parking lot who have no driver's license, but they're, they're directing traffic, essentially. And then you You got to give love there. to the, the, the parking jockeys. They yeah. Gotta, they, they, they deal with it. They do. They do a lot of things for us. But basically, once you get through the door, the, you're going to inevitably be told that you have to wait for a little while. And then there's me on this weird stage yep. looking at you like, how can I help you? What do you need? You should smile more. Okay. Oh, it's I It's July, sir. Also, I'm not going to smile it's because. It's a little hot in here. I'm like, yeah. do you see the sweat on my forehead? <laughs> really? You, you're hot. Right, you just came from outside, so you know that like we have the doors open, so it's it's hot here too. Well, when too. you're going in and out of a, a business, regardless whether it's a restaurant or anywhere that has multiple doors, entryways, and things like that, and it's hot outside, and, and your whole operation relies on this continual movement. Yeah, it's never going to be perfectly. Different. No, um, or the best is when I worked at the other spot. I was a tiki bar outside. Why are there so many flies? Do you know there's a lot of, there's like so many bugs right now. I'm like, well, it's outside, but also. It can't do anything about it. What do you want? I'm near the water, man. I can't help that. You want me to get a a bigger fan for you? Another little tidbit of information about Maryland, and I just didn't really actually know this until a couple years ago, that we have this drink called an orange crush. Apparently, that's a thing here. It is. I guess if you went, to, let's just say, well, St. Louis, Missouri, they yeah. would be like, what is an orange crush? Virginia picked it up, too. They got it. So it's a little, it's spreading. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's funny because I lived in Oregon and for a brief time, and I was like, you probably don't know what it is. Do you guys do a grapefruit crush? Uh, what's that? I said, okay, so grapefruit so, vodka, um, triple sec. But what the people really want to see yeah. Is this a maneuvering technique Aggressive with this wonderful like contraption yeah. where you stick the fruit in and you squeeze it? Like, now, oh, it's fresh. Real quick, I just want to let everyone out there know that I am allergic to bee stings, and they certainly love citrus. Yep. So, 
Bees Here particularly, like I am citrus. very, very uh, so pleased that where I am, we pre-squeeze that stuff. Yeah. Um, but you guys don't squeeze it fresh? We yeah. do. I did it hours ago before you got here at 4 o'clock. How would you like for me to prove this to you? Yeah. I can't. I don't have time for that. Do you want your orange crush? Yes, you have. <laughs> Long story short, um, there's always things out of our control. And I love that you all think that it might be my problem or my fault for that matter. But all I can tell you is this. I have an EpiPen in my bag, Benadryl if you need it, and I have bug spray. So please, just ask. I will not give you my EpiPen, though, however. But she has it. a go bag for I you. I have it right next to me, as a matter of fact. You ungrateful people. You're <laughs> welcome. I usually am very kind with my offerings. I have ibuprofen. For the ladies out there, I have Midol. Yep. Um, long story short. Allie's a prepared bartender, like, Yes, all you the have time. to. I, I, I come, sometimes I even have extra socks in my bag if it rains. I, I mean, I got to go outside. It. That's how you know when you're a, a good bartender and a season like a Seasoned real bartender, <laughs> you got a go bag. Yep, we got, got band aids. We got yeah. whatever you need, because man. Half that time that you go to that bar or restaurant, they don't have shit, man. They don't. Well, have <laughs> I guess so. Going back to our entire point here, the fact that like those months are just rigorous, yeah, laborious. From what? Let's call it May. Yeah. To October. To the parents out there in the world, it's basically Memorial Day to Labor Day. Yeah. But everything in between is all weather dependent, and gosh darn it. In Maryland, the weather is the most unpredictable thing ever. Maryland weather, and I joke around all the time, is bipolar. It's ridiculous. It's bipolar. You cannot predict it. Don't try to. It's funny that you said that, Allie, because I was going to ask you, you know, when you're a seasonal bartender... And I've dealt with it, and I know you dealt with it, and we have friends that dealt with it. You, okay, you wake up, and you got a 4 o'clock shift. And you can look at your phone and look up the 10-day weather app all day long in Maryland in the summertime. That doesn't mean shit, because you wake up, and it's supposed to be 78 and sunny and no rain. But And a rogue oh storm my, blows through. Oh, my God. It's... Two o'clock, I gotta be work at four, and it's gonna rain the rest of the night. Well, fuck. Or, and that's your money. Living in the city where we live, it takes me about 12 minutes to get to work on any given day, but it could take me an hour and 45 minutes sometimes because of the Bay Bridge traffic. Yeah. We have all these factors that come in that are unpredictable, and the weather is the same thing. And sometimes that weather is. My blessing and my curse. Right. Like you were saying earlier, you bartend there and you serve. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when the girls are rocking it all day serving and you're bartending and they're hustling and they're sweating their ass off and you're inside and you're like, shit, this sucks. And they're yapping at me. Yeah. Yeah, I need this. I'm like, okay. (laughs) I'm not making shit today. Well, and then there's that other side when you're bartending and it's raining. Let's put, let's go back to the first scenario. Girl. I see you guys are busy. We're going to probably have to go on a wait because there's literally four of you. We have about the seating capacity for 300 people. We yeah. can't actually do that. Four people. We assume that you're all going to want to sit outside. Right. So then we have one host. We have a manager. And we have a food runner and me. I play every other character in the mix, yeah. including my job. And for whatever it's worth... It's funny to me how people just assume that I'm everything that, like, miss, miss, can I have another Coke? I'm not your server. But of course I'll get your Coke. 
No problem. <laughs> and, 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 and it's not like, you know, I don't, I didn't do this podcast to say we hate everybody not and fuck all. the customer. I but think it's great. It's sometimes it's so predictable. I, I think that I did this podcast, I'm doing this podcast, so people hear it and like, oh, well, I didn't know it was like that because. But also, if you would have just been like, miss. Excuse me. Right. Can I ask you a favor? May I please? <laughs> I always Holy say this. moly, that may I please goes <laughs> for thousands thousands of miles. You're on vacation. I'll do anything for you, man. <laughs> so, you know, my it's not like fuck the customer. We hate everybody. We don't want tourism. It's more like you're on vacation. You come to my bar. Why don't you just be nice? You're on vacation. Chill. Relax. A little love and a little kindness right. goes a long, yeah. long way. Maybe you might get a free shot out of it. Don't be a dick. Don't get too crazy over there. Right. Oh, <laughs> depends on, you know, sometimes. Honestly, though, um, well-behaved people, and I mean children and adults included, manners, etiquette, and kindness, literally, that's all we need. Remember the golden rule? When you're young, treat others as you want to be treated. Wow, it really is true. And probably I said one this, of the best, like, the virtue that you should all live by. <laughs> and I probably said this before on one of the other episodes. In Waiting, the movie Waiting, mm-hmm. one of the best rules you can ever live by, and maybe I should just start signing out with this, <laughs> don't fuck with the people that fuck with your food. Yeah, that's a weird empty threat in my opinion. But okay. But you know what I mean? Like, don't be we'll, dicks. We'll take care of you. It's my job. But I just don't need to be treated food. like any like, other right. cut-rate citizen. I'm just right here doing my job. The best thing I can say is this. When people acknowledge the fact that the food comes out of the kitchen incorrectly or whatever may have gone wrong, if you look at the person who's giving it to you and they acknowledge that there's an issue as well and we're all on the same page, don't get mad at me, man. Um, yeah. All I'm doing is I'm the middle we're man. here together yeah. and we're going to fix this together. Yep. So just being a little bit more direct and articulate and tell me what the issue is as opposed to passive aggression or aggression. I'll get you what you need, man. I promise you. Right. How big of a drop? Did I already ask this? I'm sorry. No. I don't think I did. Are we speaking income-wise at this point? Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. So when you're in the summertime, you're killing it. We're oh, killing yeah. it. It's great. Like you said, you'll make your rent in a day. Sometimes, yeah. Absolutely. And you're hurting. And then and you're skipping all the way out to the not bank. <laughs> Allie, I'm just turned 39 and you're 30-ish. We'll just say that. I'm 36. There it is. You don't ever want to talk about a woman's That's age. That's okay. I don't I know have, that. I I have that no problem. A time ago. No problem at all. So we're not exactly... Spring chickens? I'm not in my 20s anymore. You know, we used to hustle four days in a row, five days in a row, doubles and shit. And you don't bitch. You go in the walk-in, you do a bump, you drink a Red Bull, and you cry a little bit and scream. And then you get your ass on the fucking floor, and you go on about your day and go do another shift. That's how it was. Oh, my goodness. But in your 30s, you're like... Woof. My feet yep. hurt. I got to change shoes out. Yep. I bring up another pair of socks occasionally, like 100%. I said earlier. 100%. Sometimes that's for the rain, and other times it's actually for personal uh, benefit. <laughs> it's no just... Joke. I also always have a stick of deodorant in my bag, just and, in case. And I... Same. My go bag <laughs> at the other spot, Tiki's Saturday, we would... Like I said, there was three of us in a bar back. 
Oh, yeah. Two of us came in at 10? Headband. Huh? Oh, Chris knows headband's about this. I got to go. The headband is the move. I want y'all to know out there that I used to play volleyball, and I don't know why it's ingrained in my life, but I always have a headband. Headband's the that move. That headband, it prevents the sweat it, to get in your eyes. <laughs> It, it makes drinks. you look cooler. <laughs> it kind of like, it's a crutch almost. It's like literally life for me sometimes. If I don't have the a headband, headband move. I might lose it. I might Maybe do we should like just a, design our own bartender headband. That's what I'm saying, you know? And then yeah. like, especially when you could like put it in the freezer. <laughs> yeah. Or cool it down and okay, then re-put so whoever's it. listening, if you want to help us design yeah, a we're bartender looking for some only good, uh, headband, we're in. Yeah. For sweat. Like a, <laughs> for real though. And it could be cool because it looks swaggy. Oh, yeah, yeah, but for real. We're looking for, like, tech out there. Like, oh, it's I'm coming. not looking at you, Under Armour. You already tried. You failed. I'm looking at something else. I want I, want I got a those, big head, too. I want the small Chris. companies <laughs> coming out. We once get the large get, dome. Once we get on Spotify and iTunes, I want the, I want the people. Come on with me. I will, will be your trial and error, <laughs> and I will be so We want happy. the bartender headband. All the pictures. We'll try it out. You know, so, like you said, in the summertime. Because uh, in Maryland, can, it's humid as AF. Excuse me. No, you can. No, we, no it's. I know we can. Cuss, fucking, I'm just saying it's, it's want. humid as fuck out here. Yeah, okay? it is. It, it sucks. sucks. And for people like me, I'd be sweating. August, September, are the it. worst months in this state, to the point where you don't even want to go outside. You, I never knew that you could fucking, sweat through a black T-shirt, by the way, until yeah. just the summer. It's a, it happened. I had like a straight up, full blown neck sweat, arm sweat. We're good right now. Man. It was embarrassing, but guess what? I muscled through that shit. Yeah. And I made a lot of money that night, too. I was making fun of myself. That's exactly what I had to so do. So my go bag, when I worked at the crab spot, we, like I said, it was, you got there either 10 or 12, and you worked till 10 straight. And, you know, it's an hour into your shift. Oh, my God. I haven't peed in an hour. Mm. I'm not going to eat until, what, 9 o'clock. And Sometimes I remember, you just got to forget about it. I remember when I got cool with the it's bartenders at that spot. And they're like, Chris, you're the mid tomorrow. So, so come prepared. No, they're like, no, you know what they said? They were like, so you need to go to the liquor store and oh, get shit. three Gatorades and dump half of them out and fill them with vodka and put them in the fucking ice. I know and you exactly. Get to work. <laughs> and we just drink it throughout the day because you're going to, you're gonna, A, you're not going to get drunk. You're just going to be running around so much. But that's what we did. And I brought deodorant. On the side note, Gatorade is life. Gatorade, well, for me lately, it's the 7-Eleven Pedialyte is the move. Also, there's a new stuff called Uptime or something like that. It's I don't know. It's like a new... Body armor is the move in the morning. It's a drink, though. It's something amazing. And they, whatever, we'll get to that point. Maybe we'll plug them later in the the podcast series. But so delicious. We get them all out here. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to let you know. 7-Eleven... Knock off Pedialyte. and Rofo I out there. Grinding <laughs> for us. We love you. They don't understand that how much the little, like for me, you know, candy mm, gets you through the day. Sour Patch Kids. Yep. Gummy mm-hmm. bears for me. Absolutely. Everyone's got their thing. It, it, it gets you through the day. And if you don't show up for a double with snacks, your coworkers hate you. Yeah, you're stupid. Good luck. <laughs> um, but also, real quick, the funny thing about those, those shifts in the, in the summertime when it's real cray-cray, and you already know it. There's no reason for you to ever just believe it's going to be, like, nothing not normal. It's going to be insane. You're going to lose, like, 16 credit card slips and not be able to, nope. like, justify what's going in the hell on. Nope. But you're going to find it out. You're going to figure it out. And Six on weeks the, later, you find it shoved under a bottle. And you find it, but they're soaking wet. 
under the bar. And somehow that person probably gave you like a 60% tip. You're like, yep. I missed that. Well, we missed that one. Yeah, You're but like, you know what, though? Argument the best at the end thing of the night, where the fuck is this one? Where's this one? I'll be at my house getting ready for work on any given sa- sun- summer day. Yeah, any su- And I'll a just Tuesday. take makeup on my face. Like, I'm going to look beautiful, though. And I don't. I just... And it just drips. And guess all I do is just wipe it the fuck off, yep. off my face. Or it just smears off so of my face at this point. My go bag summertime at the Tiki Bar would be Gold Bond. Oh, God. You boys. <laughs> Gold Bond. You think that's a fucking... You think no, I, I've worked it's in... It's a se- struggle. Sorry. It's a struggle. I understand. I've, I've heard up. all of the stories I did sometimes, not want to hear. Sometimes you don't have Gold Bond. You just put... Well, you, you should get women's. Right under that's there. exactly the women's secret. I heard it a long time ago. There. Strippers, they use the old school women's secret stick. It's that one thing. It's girl right, right chafing up the, all yep. up in that. You know, you gotta like invest in some yep. of that good good. It's the deodorant. Like, Do yourself I didn't a have favor. Or baby powder. It's right. I use deodorant right in there, and and, and that's a lot to tell somebody out loud. Oh, real. This is a str- real. Real thing. quick on a side note, the funniest thing I've ever had experience, and this has happened. Numerous times, you know, the restaurant bathrooms, we all share one. It's like a nice bathroom. It's all good. We keep it good. But when you sit on the toilet and you stand up as a woman and you got white butt cheeks, I'm like, motherfuckers, you assholes had just gone in there and just did your thing. Forgot about us <laughs> oh, the sitting on bathroom? the toilet. Yeah, for oh, real. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot. For real. It's funny and I feel you, but like, yeah. really? Come on. I was wearing a black t-shirt that day. I was like, so- shit. For you uh, guy bartenders out there that work at seasonal joints, wipe the seat down after you put the gold bond on. I don't know. Maybe ladies, just go okay? like over the. Uh, don't. I don't even have a suggestion. I don't even. Just thank you for not bitching about your chafe anymore to me. I, I I would walk into a bar, bathroom like employee only bathroom, and you just see like I'm not gonna lie. Something you're like, oh my god, there's a bunch of coke on the floor. Nope, that's a bunch of gold bond that came off somebody. That just got shooken off on the floor. <laughs> Where you're like, somebody left their server book in here and there's like $6,000, but not really that much. But why did you leave your bet? Your book is in here with all this money. Who Seriously. are you? This is real shit. Mike has no idea. When I pitch. People are dumb, by the yeah. way, inherently. Not <laughs> like, this is a side conversation real quick. <laughs> <clears throat> real quick, if you don't have a system in place, then you are going to fail. My system's very... You tight. have to have your system if you're. I don't even wear. If I'm on the floor, I don't even anywhere. wear an apron. No. My ass has a pen in my hair, and I have my bag on the side, tucked away with all my stuff. Yep. If you leave money I in the bathroom, my, that shit is not my. Open, well, open I will. Season. We, no, it's well, not because around. if you like, you should always be kind to your, your fellow employees. You're like, yo, which one of you dumbasses left your shit in the bathroom? That, because next time you do it, it's going to get stolen. How about Sorry. this? If this is the 13th time this summer yeah. already, girl, are you kidding me? You go we got to talk. Times, we're all splitting your shit, man. You're an idiot. Or guess what? Next time, we're just going to put it on the manager's desk and let him figure it out for you. Yeah, exactly. Alike. I guess the long story short of this all is that um, <gasps> bartending in general is a fun job. I love being everybody's uh, big sister, small sister, not wife, uh, neighbor, not psychiatrist, psychologist, you name it. I could be Sports anything analyst. for you. Exactly. We are your people. And you guys know that without I, us, you would suffer. That's true. I said this before, too. I say, you know. You come to see me for a reason. There's two rules on the bar for me. I don't care if it's a seasonal bar or 
wherever I work, you don't talk about politics. Politics, politics or religion. Religion. That's and it. And somehow they always seem to figure that one out. Yeah. Weasley. Long story short, though, I'll squash that shit so fast. <laughs> Trust me. But when you have um, lived and worked in this industry as long as I have, uh, the best thing is when people follow you and they find you and they love you. And, and that's it. You find just, those good you know, regulars that follow you around. It's a family. It is. The people that you work with, the people I, that come see you, I and say everything this all in between. The time, and I t- say th- I took this quote from Will, the owner of my restaurant, because he's a restaurant head, and he said, "You know, we're the fringe of society. We come together, and we're a family, and that's it. Because we are like it's it's almost relatable to the Anthony Bourdain. It's like you're never gonna meet a more. Yes. P- <clears throat> you you got a group of misfits that come together and execute shit in a short amount of time and you become a fucking family and you come from all over the world. We're going like to get you the direct quote of that because it's so I, spot on. I, I, I do have the quote it's somewhere, just, but it, you know what I mean? I like, remember reading that actually and thinking about every single, every single person who I've crossed paths with in this industry. And I've been in many industry other than this one by just to say it out there aloud, but for real, you have no, and to be quite honest with you, I know that in, I'm not, this is a little real quick political plug, but it is nothing like that. If I were to just say that financial literacy should be taught at an early age, but also hospitality, kids should have a job in, a, in, in some regard in a hospitality industry throughout their lives because you will now learn what it's like to earn a 50 cent tip, a buck tip, 20, 40, 50, $100, $500. You need to understand what it's like to work harder. I don't know, maybe not harder. It's just an interesting way to understand you, it, how to it, how it, it works. It teaches humility. You, yeah, it, thank you. That might have been exactly what I was looking for. Well, that's what I. Nobody I, really truly. Hundred percent. Sometimes people look at you that you're like a second-rate citizen. I'm like, you don't even know. I went to law school for two years, man. Yeah. Sorry. Allie, I ain't what stupid. did you do before you? I've been a lobbyist for 12 years. Exactly. And, and 13 different ways on Sunday. But you don't what? fucking know me. You think this is all I do? Yeah, but, but I also like this industry so much, and I love the people that I've met through it, and I knew you prior to all this, too. But yeah. we all stick together because so that is family, it, it, we all understand quotes, each other. One of them, if anything is good for pounding humility into you permanently, it's the restaurant business. It's true. Trust it's me, so when true. my son hits 15 or whatever the age is. Busser. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. Busser, bar back. You get that real quick... Uh, I think it might be at the end of the night. You lose get, faith you in humanity. Yeah, you, when, yeah when you like, get your bullshit. All of a sudden, t- you're like, oh, wow, that was great. I mean, I can't believe I have this much money in my hand. For a 15-year-old, having $25 in your hand is, like, incredible. I, I was a freaking buster. Yeah. I was like, I got $100. I'm like, I got $100? I only worked for you're one like day? dancing all the way to the bank, looking mm. like this, you know. I don't, it's not about the money here though. It's no. at the end of the day, it's really about the work ethic because I will wake up every morning on a Christmas morning. Sometimes in the past, I've worked many of those holidays. Yeah. I'll get there and I'll be there yeah. for you. And I will have a smile on my face and I will not let you know that I miss my family. Yeah. But I'm there regardless. And I love that I'm there for the people that are coming into me too, because I have no idea what their story is. And that's all that matters. I'm here, and so is Chris, and so the rest of us out there. You're so welcome. Let's go. So Assholes. just be nice to us. <laughs> we'll be nice to you, for real. Trust me. Maybe if 
free dessert, Better. maybe a shot. Maybe. <laughs> it just depends, really. But we're not looking to give out stuff. It's more just about treating each other with kindness. Um, I, think, I think that's right. Am I right? And then, like, there's one more thing I was going to say. You know, you hear pre-COVID, there's, there's these seasonal spots that these people make so much money at to the point where they can go on unemployment and go bartend at an, like in Puerto Rico or something for the winter. The spot that I was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. this is just this hardcore summer spot that they don't want to lose their bartenders, so they let them go on fucking... I don't know. Do they, do they really do? So if, if we're talking at the same place, I feel like there's a... I heard that a, rumor un, years ago. I feel like there's a different story behind it, but there's a lot of like side agreements that are like... Oh, 100%. They sign a contract. It's like, yo, you have to come back. But you've got to do a little bit of uh, like manual labor in turn. Yeah. I'm going to send you down here. Enjoy yourself with your girlfriend, your boyfriend, or whomever. Yeah. But with the understanding, you're going to come back and sell your yeah. soul to me for three more months every summer. And are we talking about the same your, place? Yeah, and kill okay. yourself <laughs> every you'll summer. Because you'll make so much money. Yeah, because at one point... You put your spouse through graduate school. Yeah. You put your three kids through private school and you could just crush your back every gosh darn year yeah come back and be high. you could be a bartender there for 10 years and you can retire mm-hmm. at 50 and then you can go into another can you could be anything right. you want to be like like, remember, like you'd be all you can be <clears throat> in the yeah. army now there's a dog be all you can as be a bartender. as a bartender <laughs> how about that can you believe it kids you heard it here first uh, let's go <laughs> it just People don't understand People don't understand. Our, t- our backs are tired. Our feet are tired. Our kids are tired. Our eyes are tired, obviously. Yeah. We're all fucking tired. You, but I still love my job. bitch fest, and this is not it's why not. I do this podcast. But I will say this. I hate the people that bitch about this job. I'll smack you. You chose this life, man. Exactly. You it's hate fun, and we love this shit, and I make a lot of money doing this shit, too. Even when I'm not, I still enjoy it. <laughs> You and know, I hope that you all understand. If you don't like the bar that you're barting at, you're not making money, go, go, go to else. another bar. Yeah, right now, especially pre-COVID, oh, excuse me, post-COVID, you can get a bartender job needs anywhere. servers and bartenders. Anywhere. Go dude. squad up. Get that grill. Anywhere. They got grill. Lop, I don't want to hear. Cash money. I can't find a bartender job. No, you, you, get, you I get, I, if you live in Annapolis, Maryland, or in any in the vicinity, in County, I got you. I yeah, got you. Please. Come through. It's a thing. But you ain't going to work with me, but still. <laughs> Thank you, Chris, for having me. I love you so Allie, much. Allie, you will be back on. I hope so. Again. I'm going to bring another crew through. We're going to have like a panel of people. Yeah. We'll it'll, have be a, it'll be fun. It'll be it'll good. Be fun. You guys can learn so much more about us, and you'll like yeah. everything about it more. And, the and reason, I promise you, know, you, I've never fucked with anyone's food or drink ever in my life. So don't ever think about that when you l- listen to stuff like waiting. Also, the Slammin' Salmon's probably the best one ever. Good night, everybody. <clears throat> Allie, I love you. Thanks for hanging out. You'll be back on. Obviously, I'm down for the panel. God, I'll bring shit it. show that might be, be amazing. We'll do it. You're listening to Sorry Blenders Broken Bartender Podcast by a bartender and my friends. Stay tuned for the next episode. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but it's going to be awesome. 